0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Relationships Rule podcast. I'm so excited that you're joining me again today and uh, thank you for your support as we spread the word about the importance of building relationships in business and in life and showing people that we care. Please go over to my website and check it out for a free gift JanicePorter.com and my free ebook 7 step formula to create business relationships that last is there for you. For today, stay with us as I have a very special guest with me. Her name is Laura Ratliff. And uh, Laura has been, um, I've connected with Laura over the summer actually, but have known of her for, well, I spoke with her, I think, before that, um, met her at a special convention that I was at for Send Out Cards, a company we are both affiliated with. So, um, welcome, Laura, to the podcast. Hi.
1: Thank you so much for having me. You are amazing, and when you speak, you're a shining light. So I'm super, super excited to have a conversation with you today. <laughs>
0: That's very exciting. Thank you for that. And so I'm just going to tell the audience a little bit about you. And I think when you say I'm a shining light, you sparkle, and that <laughs> and that is um, your uh, your other uh, your other name, right? Your other piece. <laughs> Um, Because you sparkle for every child, and I'm going to be excited to talk about that with you in a minute. So Laura, you may or may not have detected, has an Australian accent. She grew up in Sydney, Australia, and has always had a drive and passion for the performing arts. Now, this is really fun. The performing arts, racing motorbikes, okay, real dichotomy there, circus arts, and having fun. But the constant thought was, there must be something more, and why am I here? It was these thoughts that led Laura to an acting career, and then to realize that in her mid-20s, she started her own kids' entertainment business, Fairy La La Land. That was exciting, too. Excuse me. Nine years after starting her business, she looked back and realized what she had created, a thriving company that was in Sydney, Brisbane, and Melbourne, Melbourne, if I say it correctly, and now (laughs) in Salt Lake City, Utah, which is now an international company. Um, She was amazed at her dream at what her dream and determination had brought her and she loves inspiring children through song dance magic and puppetry as well as teaching other entertainers to make kids happy inspiring kids is her true calling and Laura. I love that I do. Um, It's close to my heart actually as my sister was a puppeteer for many years in Los Angeles.
1: Wow. Amazing
0: yeah, and I hadn't shared that with you before. And she was um, in a puppet troupe back in her twenties or thirties, and um, my children benefited because she would make these amazing puppets for them, as wow. well as you know do the the puppetry. And yeah. just, this isn't about me, I know, but I want to share one more thing. So I just had, uh, we just were blessed with our first grandchild, a granddaughter. Yeah. And at Christmas, my sister sent her the most gorgeous puppet of a, it's a hand puppet. And it's a, a bunny rabbit. And it's just so gorgeous. And it just took me back to when my kids were little. Because puppets yeah. are amazing. Whether they're marionettes or hand puppets or whatever, they yeah. are really just amazing. So and I wanted let, to share just, that with you. Let me say one little thing about puppets as well. If for
1: adults and for kids, it's all about the human connection, as you know, and with technology these days, kids are on iPads at the age of two or whatever, yeah. and it's so important to bring that um, that human connection. So when you bring out a puppet, whether it's a show on TV or a live puppet show, um, it, there's it somehow I don't know how it's done, but there is an instant connection. And if we can use these tools and help children and, and educate them on how the human behavior actually works, then we can really make it
0: the world a better place in the future. So I love that you said that. That's awesome. Oh yeah, totally. Puppets are amazing, and yeah. um, and so that's very And I was a teacher, an elementary teacher as well, so um, ah. I saw that in schools as well. So it's kind of cool. So um, tell me at first a little bit about. Um, your company and when you because you know you're an entrepreneur you had to you you know you build relationships when you're building your company Um, it was one thing to be in Australia with it but then when you had your little fairy tale happen and moved to the United States which I know about you expanded your company so tell me a little bit about how how it all works
1: Let me just share with you really quickly how I got into business. I wasn't one of those people who wanted to get into business and be an entrepreneur. And, oh, and all okay. that. I, was, I was an actress by trade. Uh, I loved to get inside a character and go on a journey and and allow the audience to go on the journey with me. So I was really a storyteller. Okay. And then in my mid-20s, I came back from a three-year travel overseas And I was kind of overworking in hospitality. So I really wanted to dedicate myself to my acting career, which I did. I got an agent, started getting some commercials and some bit parts and things like that. But then I got a job because it was an ongoing uh, career for um, kids' parties as a fairy. So I worked for a company doing fairy parties and very quickly I realized that I was born for this. Like (laughs) children love me. I, I create this instant connection with them because I'm silly and I open up my heart to them and they really love going on that journey with me. So I realized very quickly that I could help children and uh, with positive mindset, with health, Mm -hmm. nutrition and all that great stuff um, through my characters and through creating that magical world. So yes, I met the husband of my dreams. um, It was over two years ago now, moved to the States. Um, So through my building my business, I know I've kind of fast forwarded 10 years, but I kind of evolved from, oh, Okay, I've got a skill and I'm getting organic work how do I build my business in you know and then I was looking at growing business in year four of my business and then I came across an amazing lady who showed me the importance of appreciating people and so forth but before that I think I was so focused on the dollar figure in my business and um, the structure of my business that I wasn't really understanding the importance of appreciation networking And being around like-minded people but as as I progressed in business I discovered these amazing traits and qualities and it it kind of becomes you really it it allows you uh, to really open up your heart and become the true self and really get in alignment with your true core purpose and stuff like that so that's basically in a nutshell my business journey how I you know met my husband through, like, through my self-development in my business. And now I'm in Salt Lake City, Utah, and I'm growing an international business. So it's been an amazing journey. And I'm lucky to have a husband that has a like-minded, um, same positive approach on life. And it's really easy to be in business when you have a similar um, path. Oh,
0: absolutely. Well. So the woman that you met, was that in Australia then?
1: Correct, her name's Lisa Joanne. And oh, I actually- course. Prayed one day I was in my office I had a, an office in Sydney Australia level 20 it was a beautiful office but I think I hit a plateau in my personal approach to business and my actual business itself so what I was in my office one day and I prayed and I said please show me how to grow my business show me what I need to do because I think I felt a bit stuck at that moment and literally a couple days later I was at a market with six of my face painters and i met this amazing woman and she showed me a tool which is send out cards yeah but through that tool it's not the actual product itself it was the action of showing gratitude and appreciation that opened up my heart and opened up my world like my life to a whole new world and i realized in that moment it's not about building a business to get money it's about building a business to be of service and to help people in this world and as a result you get to meet amazing people along the way so yeah
0: that was that's so true and so interesting i'm just going to close this because something's you keep freezing and i'm not sure why oh that's okay um so um i i've met joy Joanne I think she's yeah she's an amazing um, positive person but it's interesting because I was just talking to a couple of uh, realtors this morning that doing some follow up to a presentation I did at their office on Monday and I hear yes it's something I really need to do but you know haven't gotten myself to it yet and it's funny because when I was standing in front of them on Monday I was telling them I'm not there to sell them a service I'm here to share that with them but more importantly I want them to see the importance of showing people appreciation and kindness and I realized a while ago that that's the bigger piece yes that's what we need to show people right because that's the word we're spreading and so you just said it the same way it's it's like the light goes on and once that light goes on for you yeah right it's it's wouldn't agree
1: more Janice um so through the action of um building a let's call it a a habit if you can stick to sending a card to one person a day for 30 days for example it's not about the tool that you're using it's it's the tool helps you to open up your heart and understand gratitude and the power of it and how we as humans should be interacting so you are completely right yes you you are selling a service Mm -hmm. but through helping people get started and adopting a, a habit, that person will thrive in their business in so many different ways. It's helping them to focus on the right things. Exactly. Um, I was so stuck before I before I um, came into this world of appreciation. I was so stuck on getting more money. How do I get, how do I get, how do yeah. I get? Yes. And through being shown appreciation, I now come from a place of service and my business has exploded in so many different ways and yes, I've met the man of my dreams and I'm now married. Um, But I wouldn't be at the place I am today if I hadn't been shown gratitude and appreciation and it's just so powerful. So for the people listening, if you're not quite sure what we're talking about and you're really, really stuck, just go send a card to someone. Yeah. See the results, see how that person reacts to you. And then the next day, send another card. And the next day, and then in 30 days time, I promise you, you will see things in your life that you've never seen before. It's so powerful. Gratitude is an amazing thing.
0: Thank you, that's so true. So I I need to ask you one other question about that business of yours that you have grown so much. Yes. Um, In doing that, have you been Taken away from the piece that you started with, which is being in front of the kids, or are you still able to be that person? Very I often?
1: love that you asked me that, Janice. That has been kind of uh, an ongoing, um, I guess, uh, <laughs> challenge. Yes, that's the word I'm looking for. Thank you. Because at the beginning of my business, it was me performing. Right. And I, in, in the, f- the first year to four years I was teaching other people so I had a small team about 15 other entertainers who were in Sydney Australia and I grew it to that scale but it was it was very profitable at that time but that year four was really the year where I was like okay how do I grow this thing because it's kind of plateauing and I'm not sure what to do so now I have a training academy so I'm teaching other people to do my skill and to bring light to children but now I'm using another medium, which is YouTube and videos uh, so that I can continue to touch children's, children's hearts and, and sparkle from within and, and show them the life lessons that I believe everyone needs as a foundation between the ages of um, zero to seven. So now I'm able to perform through other mediums and it's not live events as much. It's now through video and YouTube and, and so forth. So, yeah. No. I, Okay, now, but, but they're yeah. not in front of you, or they're not in front of me. But I know by the simple act of me performing to a camera, I can talk directly into their hearts. Um, I'm not American, but I do know that there was a guy in the '60s, '70s, and '80s, I believe. The neighborhood guy. What's his? Mr. Rogers. Rogers. Yeah. He had the special gift yeah. in talking to a camera and making that person feel like someone loved them and appreciated them for who they were. Yes. So that's why people think of Mr. Rogers and go, oh, I love that. That was a great time in my life. Well, I want to bring that to children through the same medium of Got video because I know I can help so many more children around the world doing that. Have you that. Seen
0: and the, um, the documentary about him?
1: I watched the movie and I think I have seen one yeah, documentary. I
0: haven't seen the movie yet, but, um, but of course, Mr. Rogers, my kids grew up with Mr. Rogers. <laughs> right. right.
1: And when you think of him, yes. what are the thoughts? Are they positive thoughts? Yes. Loving
0: thoughts? They're warm and fuzzy, like his sweater, you know? Like that's it. Uh, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's very, very cool. Um, so I want to shift gears a little bit now, and I know that you are part of a very exciting project that you are in the midst of, and that is a pageant yes. and not just any pageant, but you are competing for Mrs. Australia International. Yes. And I think the competition is at the end of February in Sydney, Australia, correct? Correct. Yes. I'm very excited. So you must tell me how that all happened.
1: Okay, that is a wonderful story and thanks again for asking me because I love sharing it mm-hmm. it was I Was in a local restaurant in, in Salt Lake City, Utah with my husband and there was a article on the mrs. Utah uh, Lady Robin Tao, and we read it and I was so inspired because she stands and raises awareness for teen suicide mm-hmm. So I loved what she was doing. But before I read that article For the last year, I was looking for ways to be able to give back. Sure, I have a business and I perform it and I teach other people how to perform and so forth, but I really truly. Truthfully, wanted to give back to children and help them on a larger scale. Uh, So when I read that article, I was inspired right then and there. I knew that that was the platform that I wanted to get behind and raise awareness for children uh, living in poverty. And I knew that if I competed for this pageant, I I showed my uh, my mission and my passion and my leadership skills that i would be able to help more children around the world and then hopefully inspire other women to do the same thing so, so, that, so,
0: the, so the pageant itself has a charitable component is that what you're saying that or that's the biggest piece of it
1: 50 percent of it is your platform they call it and your platform is all about your mission and who who you are and who you're wanting to help in the world, whether that's your local community or, or on an international stage. And for me, it's the international stage.
0: Of course. Right. And I, I know that through um, our mutual affiliation with Send Out Cards, that um, there's a charity associated with that, which is mm-hmm. now combined with another uh, charity. And so right. um, I'm just going to read this. The platform I have that you have chosen is connected to your core purpose, which is the Nancy Lieberman charity. and uh, you're saying I love inspiring children to reach their full potential through health, fitness, and a positive mindset. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm familiar with um, the charity and I've also actually interviewed um, Alla uh, Bardov oh. who works for the Nancy yes. Charities. And it, it, When I first uh, was introduced to it at, in uh, Salt Lake City in July oh, um, okay. or August of last year, it was I, it kind of made me cry because I'm all about basketball because my right. family is all about basketball. <laughs> and so that was my instant thing. Oh my goodness, this is something that I can relate to. Second, yes. kids. It's all about kids. And that's what it was for me. So I, I'm very excited for you because I think it couldn't be a better fit, right? You Thank you. That a little bit. Yeah. So again, networking, that's
1: how. I came in contact with the Nancy Lieberman charities and like yourself, I heard their mission and I realized instantly it was the same purpose and mission as my own. So I reached out and learned more about them. And Janice, I just wanna start by saying, Did you know that there's fifteen million children in the US alone living in poverty? And there's seven no. hundred 700- 30,000 in Australia. So, by partnering up with the Nancy Lieberman charities, I'm able to attack those numbers head on because she's all about uh, raising money for her scholarship programs and she uses the power of uh, basketball through the sports, I should say, Mm -hmm. uh, and she teaches them leadership skills, nutrition, you know, conquering obesity, um, mindset. She teaches all these amazing things so that children of all socioeconomic status all yeah. have equal level, level playing field so yeah it's it's a powerful powerful uh, charity then that we're Yeah working. I
0: should find out what the number is here too in in Canada because it's it's um you know it's it's just as bad here I mean you don't yeah. realize that the that the level of poverty and in your own country is as bad as it is and you, you know, know lunch programs and things like that or yeah. just the beginning of things like that so yeah. um so you've never done a pageant before
1: I have never done a pageant before yeah. however growing up I was doing lots of dancing and acting sure. um all that great performing arts things so I've been working a lot on the heels the walking <laughs> the into Interview process as well. I know I'm in business, and uh, I I did a lot of um, amazing speaking things growing up. But the thing is, the pageant world is a lot different to the business world. So uh, I have a coach, and uh, I've been working with her, and it's been a fun journey. Actually, I've I've
0: grown a lot the last sort of nine months uh, through this process. And it's so been I have a- to ask you this crazy question. Um, yes. So in the pageant world, it makes me think of you know pageants I've watched the big. Right and um, uh, now, in today's uh, day and age, so, and being a beautifully uh, porcelain blonde (laughs) person, do you have to wear a tanner, self-tanner? Oh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) no, you don't, but I will, just because I am so white that I don't (laughs) want the lights to uh, (laughs) be super super pale. I rest my case, there you go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's funny. Um so it's still about it's not so much about outward beauty it's about how you how you um uh carry yourself and how you are in interviews and and your inner beauty that comes out through your conversation I'm hoping yeah. Correct,
1: and that's why I got involved with this platform because you really have to have a mission and a purpose in this life. And to share that on this international stage yeah. is a real powerful thing. So yes, you do have to walk in high heels and and, and a ball gown or in the fitness, there's no bikinis in this one, but it, it is um, fitness wear. So you just have to show people that you really have control over your mind, over your life, and you really have a mission and a purpose, so it, it is building future leaders which I'm really excited to inspire others.
0: So So, um, in Sydney, Australia, are the competitors then coming from all over the world?
1: They're coming from all over Australia to Sydney to compete for the titles. So there's Miss, Ms, Mrs, and Miss teen uh, so there's four different categories and where we've all been selected so there is an interview process so you go through you apply you get interviewed and then you get asked to compete which I have and then when we go to the actual pageant there is a process that's two and a half days we go through the interview process we go through a lot of training uh, we have to rehearse for the opening and closing <laughs> routines <laughs> Yeah. Um, and we also go to the Children's Hospital in Westmead and we give the money that we've raised for the children. So,
0: yeah. Oh, so you're raised. You have to put your money where your mouth is.
1: To- Correct. So I've already done uh, an event in Salt Lake City, Utah, and we have raised 500 Australian dollars for the children at hospital, the Westmead Hospital in Sydney. Oh. I'm really excited about it because I've done personal work for them for my company. So seeing the children in hospital over Christmas especially is just heart-wrenching. So I'm super excited to be able to
0: donate this money for them. That's really, really special. I love it. <laughs> um, so um, certainly having an acting background mm-hmm. helps with all of that, you know. Um, my daughter one of my daughters uh, graduated and she puts this in her LinkedIn profile which is quite funny really that uh-huh. basically you know who she says who knew that having a degree in theater and English <laughs> would you know spawn my career in sales kind of thing but it it, yeah. it really does have a great background for you and she was a dancer so she stands beautifully straight and tall <laughs> like you do And uh-huh. um, and so all of that all of those lessons that we moms paid for pay off in different ways, right? It's giving you life
1: lessons. I 100% agree with that, Janice. And I actually started acting when I was five because I was petrified. I was so shy. I had a school teacher ask me to stand up in front of the whole class, and I was just petrified to answer and get that question wrong. So they thought that there was something wrong with me, and then my mom took me out of that school put me into a new school with a different teacher positive approach and she also put me into acting class at 5 which gave me so many tools that I still use today i've i think i was born an introvert but through my my studies and my my learning Group, the performing arts have actually become an extrovert and I'm able to then speak in front of audiences for business, for pageantry, for charities and so forth. So yes, it does build the foundation for your future going forward. And that's kind of what I want to bring to the children in my Fairy La La Land shows too.
0: Yeah, that's, that's really good, Laura. I mean, it, you just ooze that positivity and, um, <laughs> and enthusiasm when you talk about children. I see it.
1: Thank you.
0: So speaking of that, Now, growing up in Australia, you might have a different perspective on this, but what would you say was your favorite children's book?
1: Oh my goodness, my favorite children's book. I know I threw that out of the field, but it just came to me. I don't have one that comes to mind. However, Winnie the Pooh was definitely something that stands out actually it was wind in the willows that was probably my favorite children's book growing up it was filled with curiosity wonderment of the world uh you know they do have secret life lessons built into the stories so that was a positive book and i think that we had the, the movie to the wind in the willows as well so that was that was a great one for me
0: okay that's really good both of those things that you said brought things to my mind so one wind in the willows when I was a child in England, I was in school in England from age like four and a half to nine, and it's a terrible thing they used to do is they used to have competition that in your, in your classroom, I can't believe it now, but they would seat us from the person who came first in whatever, tests, yeah, all the way to the ones that came last, Isn't that true? But they also gave prizes for the people who were top in their class. And I was top in my class, and I won the book, Wind in the Willows. And in that book, which I still have somewhere on my bookshelf, it was calligraphy, my grade or whatever, and the teacher and my name and all of that in the year. And so that book is very special to me as well. And Winnie Winnie the Pooh, love, 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 A.A. Milne. And again, because I'm English and A.A. A. Milne was English, those poems that he wrote, not just the story of Winnie the Pooh, but the poems in uh, When We Were Young. And, and there's two, ver- two uh, volumes of those poems. Um, uh, I, I can even remember some of them to this day. I read them to both my kids. I will read them to my grandchild because they're just so precious. They are. Yes,
1: yes. Yeah, I definitely have fun memories of, of those two books. Yeah,
0: so thank you for that. And um, also when I was, uh, one of the things that I love to do now as an actor and, and as a children's um, performer, I wonder if you ever do this is I love to read books aloud. Oh yes, the
1: vibration is much better than reading it in your head. I love that too, and uh, you remember things better as well when you do read aloud. And that's how I learned my acting lines or learned my acting lines growing up as well, like reciting it loud and recording and listening to the recording. So
0: yeah, I'm a big, big believer in that. Okay, so when you have the opportunity, do you are you familiar familiar with the book um, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory?
1: Oh yes, love okay. it
0: so. <laughs> Roald Dahl's books are, are perfect for this, but that one in particular, every single chapter, never read more than one chapter to a child at a time. And they're right. left hanging for the next one. Oh, I love that. Yeah, every <laughs> single chapter is like, oh, what's going to happen next, right? <laughs> so It's so fun to do that with, as a bedtime reading book or something, you know, for each child. So I'll just put that out there. All um,
1: right. Thank you. I appreciate
0: that. And, you mentioned a little bit ago and uh uh it's one of my favorite things is curiosity and you mentioned that you too are a curiosity (laughs) person so talk to me about that word what what it means to you
1: being curious that's a wonderful topic in conversation janice because when i was young i always i thought i was different to other people i always had this burning driving desire to know more about the world in which we live and i I was always thinking oh there must be something more than just a picket fence having kids and getting married although that's great yeah but I just wanted to understand why we were here in the greater picture. So that has always driven me to, that drove me through my performing career. And then, well, actually it drove me to audition. I remember I was in year six and I heard about Newtown Performing Arts High School. And I said to Mum, I want to go to that school. And she goes, it's like an hour away on the train. I don't want you traveling all that far. And I was like... I want to go there. I think it would be a great experience." So she said, okay, I auditioned, I got in for dance and drama. and I wouldn't have gotten in if it wasn't my burning desire to want it so so badly, but there was nothing in my head that told me I won't get in, I won't fail. I just really wanted it, so I focused on the positives which I actually love speaking about because I I believe that you can create things in your life and negativity is what holds you back. So as a young little Laura, you know, in year six, I auditioned, I got in, and I already had the secrets to success in my mind. It was just later on when the adult brain comes in and experiences occur, and that's when your limiting beliefs start to set in. But uh, yeah, I thought that was a fascinating moment in my life and then that's driven me to build my own business again i just kind of fell into business i just was driven by my curiosity and that's always been the center in my drive in my heart i guess you will call it
0: i think though from just listening to you that you also um had such a strong belief in yourself that right that's also what's driven you because some people have those limiting beliefs very early on and they just don't think they can do it.
1: Correct, I had very great parents who gave me an amazing experience growing up. I got to experience so many different things and my mother especially, because my dad was, he had his own business, his um, physiotherapy, but my mom especially, because I spent most of my time with her, she was always so uh, positive and so supportive and she wanted me to have the fullest experience growing up and I, I really felt that. So I guess that's always why I thought I was different and I could, could do the things that I wanted to. But in my early 20s, I had some experiences and then I, you know what I mean? Things happen in your 20s and 30s which kind of um, block you but if it wasn't for my parents giving me that supportive, positive upbringing. I wouldn't probably be at the place that I am today. And that's actually a little bit to do with my purpose as well. I really want to be a shining light and support for children all around the world and give what my parents gave me because I do know that not every child has an amazing upbringing like right. I have. So yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a beautiful place to, to, um, uh, start to come to a close because that it's very heart, heartwarming. So one last question for you, Laura. Um, what will the next five to 10 years look like for you? Oh, I love that. I always, I'm a visualizer.
1: I'm a planner. I always think forward. So I will be living in the dream home with a couple of children myself.
0: (laughs) Um, and i will have you said that because i i wouldn't want you to not have children you need to have children (laughs) i'm 35 it's it's on the plan yeah definitely on the plan i will have
1: written a couple of children's books oh fabulous yeah i will have had my video series out for fairy la la land helping children around the world Uh, and yeah, that will be my legacy for future, um, for future generations to come because there is some negativity in the world and I really want to be that shining light for children and know that, you know, with the right choices and the right mindset, you really can do anything
0: that you believe you can. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for being on my podcast today and I wish you all the best and I'm not going to say luck because i think it's all with you and i'm i'll be following and and waiting to hear that you have been crowned missus australia. Oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and i look forward to seeing you. Am i going to see no, am i going to see you in arizona? Or are you going to be in australia by then? Is that in january? Yeah.
1: I won't be there in january but i'll see you at the convention in august in uh, dallas, texas. <laughs> I think
0: it is september. september? Yeah. No. Yeah. So thank you again, Laura, for being on the podcast. And um, I'm going to say to my audience to please uh, follow Laura, let them know, um, let her know what you thought of of her um, mission. And if you can do anything to um, uh, contribute to it, that would also be amazing. She has a, um, where can we find you, Laura? And I will put it in the show notes, but just for my audience now.
1: Yeah, you can reach me at laurajaneratliff.com. And uh, yeah, all the events are posted on that website.
0: Perfect. Thank you again so much. <laughs> and to my audience, please uh, don't forget to subscribe and let us know uh, by leaving a review what you thought. And to uh, and thank you again. And remember to stay connected and be remembered.